It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of DC Alliance. Of course, I'm your host, Clay. And with me today, of course, is Travis Hines. We're going to be talking about the... Oh, I can't even put a adjective to the San Diego Comic-Con. I'm sorry. Uh... But Heinz, how you doing? 
doing great. We got like, you know, if you're just a fan of one thing, is maybe a little frustrating. But as a fan of everything, we had. I was loving uh, SDCC. Shout out to Geekverse and Marvel Alliance. They went live. It was really enjoyable uh, watching them react to some of the trailers and uh, I, them react I got to 18 a, I, episodes for Daredevil was very fun as well. See, the best part of the DC panel for the Geekverse guys was Zoa. That was it. And Zoa didn't even make an appearance on the panel. It was just the fact that uh, before the panel because when the rock was rotting in on one of those uh, oversized golf carts he was drinking a Zola oh, well, yeah yeah but that's what it. i mean like he he was talking like all this stuff in the very like <clears throat> beginning before the panel even started about how like everybody's going to be getting a can of zoa and all of this other stuff and they're it's going to be a collector's item and everything else didn't even make appearance at the panel but we'll get more into the panel later um of course, let's go ahead and jump right into this. We're going to go ahead and do the GUA plugs. DC Alliance is a part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. Of course, what that means is we are just a big, uh, we are part of a big podcast family. We have eight shows across seven days a week on a weekly, bi-weekly, and even monthly schedule. Uh, starting us off every single week is a slice of film and Ranger Alliance this week's episode of Ranger Alliance was, of course, just me this week. Uh, Jake was having a little bit of problems with his computer, but no hard feelings. Uh, I got to talk about all of the stuff that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. There was no live action news for Power Rangers, but I'm not really worried because August is Power Morphicon, and we will be getting a lot of news then, hopefully, crossing my fingers. Um, it, it does seem like Power Rangers is going to get the limelight next because D23 for Marvel is not going to be coming until, what did they say, September, I think it was. Uh, so that will be very fun as well. Impress me, Ranger Khan, Ranger Morphicon. Impress me. Make trend on Twitter. Let's see it because I, I don't. I, I maybe we'll see. Are you bringing some oh, concrete well, stuff? Well, and and when I say the limelight, I'm talking about for me. Like okay. I'm gonna be because I mean, not everybody is going to be super excited about Power Rangers. I understand that it's a very niche fandom, but. I do think that we're going to be getting some more stuff about the Netflix uh, series and, and uh, cinematic universe that they keep calling it. So I'm looking forward to it a lot. Uh, the next episode of Slice of Film will actually be The Gray Man. I believe Katie and Mark uh, went ahead and reviewed that. And it seemed like at the very end of the day yesterday that she was able to get some of uh, the GUA's opinions because they were talking about it in the chat. So be on the lookout for that next week. Uh, of course, after that is us here, uh, DC Alliance, then Superhero Discussions. Uh, oh. Travis, you have, of course, uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, which is on, I think this is the first uh, DC Alliance that we can actually say that uh, Spectacular Spider-Man is on Netflix now for everybody. Well, who last week as well, and... Spectacular Spider-Man is cluing up with this final episode from Superhero Discussions, but I want to say there's going to be a special episode out as well. Green Lantern, Beware of My Power, that is in the can, waiting to be released, so that uh, you'll get a double episode. And not only that, but Superhero Discussions is moving uh, so we can cover Harley Quinn, the animated series. So that... Check that out. Uh, I'll have more thought, more to let you know about that on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, that comes out this week on Thursday. That's right, yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I can't wait for that show. And <laughs> the movie Green Lantern, Beware of Power. It was fun. I wish we would have had somebody uh, super deep into Green Lantern comics. I'm not sure if Joe was 100%. I know uh, Charlie wrote me and had some strong opinions about the film. I, I want to talk to Charlie. I really wanted to join you. I didn't know when you were going to do that recording. Um, I really wanted to join you for that uh, because we were the it first was, ones on the it was the, it was the day that you had uh, your tweet out about how much things you had to do, including watch episode of Smallville, edit three podcasts. Ah, uh, uh, okay, okay. So yeah. I was I was pretty busy that yeah. day. Yeah, okay, that makes total sense now. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to listening to it. I know that I had the chance to what, or I always have the chance to listen to it on uh, Patreon. But you know, let's just let's you know the ads always. No, help that didn't beat. go up on Patreon. That couldn't go up it, on Patreon. No, it does. I it, thought you already put it on there. No, because it doesn't release until tomorrow. In a couple, yeah. So yeah, in a couple hours. So yep. no, I think it's the twenty seventh, maybe. No, it's, it's the twenty sixth. Okay, uh, because yeah. I believe, actually, I think some people got it today because i did see somebody posting pictures of their steel books and everything else already so i think it's just amazon probably uh shipping stuff a little bit early and you know them being a little quicker than expected uh but after superhero discussions of course is star wars alliance and guys i will have to say buckle up because star wars alliance has three episodes coming out this week that is kind of insane. Yes. <laughs> right now, Travis. All on Hines the same looking, day? All on the same uh, day? Not all on the same day. I think we're going to be spreading them out because here's the deal. So today, the embargo for Star Wars Padawan, the Obi-Wan Kenobi story, uh, the novel, uh, the embargo uh, went up today. So we're available to drop that now. Me and Katie are also reading an advanced copy of a book called The Princess and the Scoundrel. That embargo is up tomorrow and with both lucasfilm delray and disney publishing looking at us for these reviews we have to show them that we can be able to finish these in a timely manner and putting those reviews out so for those who have not purchased or are thinking of purchase purchasing padawan you can read the book and then listen to our review immediately after don't worry, it's going to stay in the feed, so you can go back and listen to that review. Same thing with Princess and the Scoundrel. Princess and the Scoundrel doesn't technically come out until August. Just leave it in your queue of your podcast feed, whatever you listen to, and then when you finish reading it, go check out our review. It would help us a lot, and we greatly appreciate it. And then this week, we also are reviewing the uh, Rise of Skywalker, which will finish the whole retro reviews that we are doing for all of the Star Wars movies. So that is what we have for this week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Then, of course, there is Marvel Alliance. Like Travis said, uh, the Geek First guys and Marvel Alliance got together and talked to the entire panel of uh, Marvel, of course, Marvel Studios on uh, the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. A lot of good stuff, I will admit, there were some things that surprised me a lot, questioning the Spider-Man freshman year. But, you know, we will see how all of that comes out. And I think I'm still going to enjoy it, but I'm still going to put a little asterisk there on MCU canon. Uh, so, 
or should I say the 616 canon? Uh, because they've already said that what if and multiverse, it could all still be a part of the MCU. Uh, and then, of course, there is a walk through the multiverse. Joe just did his review on the uh, season four of Stranger Things. So go check that out. <clears throat> yes. And then, uh, of course, there is a uh, uh, World's Finest True Believers with Chris. I already know what he's going to be talking about this month because I took a peek. Uh, but he <laughs> I took I, I was just, you know, we we always see what everybody's planning on our, on our platform for uh, reviews and stuff. So, I mean, you keep it maybe, very maybe vague. I, maybe I should pay attention more. <laughs> no, if you would have, if you would have watched today, listeners, he would have saw Tess dog. Oh no, I, I saw it. I, as soon as you said it in the chat, I went to go check the stream yard. I, <laughs> So I had to put, we have a heat wave here and I was a little nervous about leaving my dog home. So I set up my computer and set up a stream yard, a private one, just to record only and got in later when Snell wrote me back. Like the time difference is four hours between myself and Snell. I think it might be four and a half. Yeah. So it was a while, but I got to watch him. It was fun. He just basically chilled out the entire day with a fan on him. So it wasn't too bad. So, uh, Chris will be putting out his monthly uh, episode at the end of this week, actually. Um, so that is uh, going to be fun to listen to. Can't wait for it. Um, but that is it for all of our shows. But of course, we do have a Patreon. Um, one quick note, uh, DC, Marvel, and Star Wars all have their own solo feeds. So go check those out. If you want to listen to those shows separately or stay right here in the GUA to listen to everything and stick with us. Um, this is an ad supported network as well as a listener supported network. If you don't want to listen to the ads, you can always join us right here on YouTube um, every single Monday night, 9 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but if you can't join us, you can always join our Patreon. Of course, one dollar is just to say thank you. Uh, and just support us while the $5 tier gives you the exclusive content as well as the ad-free and early episodes of all of our shows. Uh, I just posted the fourth episode of For the First Time Game of Thrones edition. Uh, I am four episodes in. This one was a little bit mellow. It was pretty chill. It did have a uh, uh, an ending that I'm really excited to see come into fruition. Uh, but I... I I think I'm I'm in for the stride of at least season one, because I've always said, if I can't get into a show, I'm gonna drop it. I'm not gonna force myself to hate. Oh, something. oh, so you you you. you I you, I know that from what everybody has said, I think it's seasons like six and seven drag a little bit, and then eight was like the worst one. But again, <sighs> like I've always said, I know exactly what happens at the back half of the very last episode. So I know a lot of these characters stories as far as how they end. So I'm willing to catch their stories at least. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, I believe it was uh, Chris and Brent who just posted today that they have posted their, we can watch this all day uh, Avengers episode. So go check that out as not well. Not only that, the one shot that went with the Avengers as well. I can't remember what it was called now. It's, it's, it's oh, the uh, the Nick Fury... Uh, uh, oh, shoot. 47. I, I can't remember what it is. There's, I can't remember Agent 47 or something 47. I can't remember now. 
it's it's like the it's supposed to be like the one week prior to Avengers or something like that. I can't remember entirely. So go check that episode out. Uh, Katie has her comic book conversations as well as the uh, the the legends uh, conversations, uh, legendary conversations, uh, of course. So go check those out. Item forty seven. Item forty seven. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well. That is it for the GUA plugs. Now, where do we want to start? All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and take our first ad break here. Remember, guys, we don't choose the volume. We don't choose the uh, ads, and we don't choose how many times they repeat themselves if they do. So we'll be back in just a second. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I say we get the, we, we get the unfortunate news out of the way first, which, <clears throat> listeners, unfortunately... Uh, Alan Grant, legendary 
Batman writer, Lobo writer, Judge Dredd writer, uh, has passed away at the age of 73. Uh, his death was announced by his wife on social media. And there's no cause of death, but it was reported that he's been ill for a while. And there's just a great outpouring on social media for him. Uh, Clay, do you have any thoughts, uh, things uh, that you're super fan of that he wrote? Well, for one thing, outside of his, because everybody can pull his, oh, his detective run was awesome. His Punisher was awesome. Um, I do want to pull some of the stuff that he did uh, that was outside the big two. Uh, mainly his uh, Judge Dredd stuff um, was really, really fun to uh, to read. Um, he also did, I believe it was uh, uh, Future Shock, Black Hawk. Um, and that's what got him into DC. Um, if anybody is interested, um, and not for the fact that, oh, I'm going to, you know, sell this and make millions. Cause you're not, it's not a very popular comic, but maybe just a little bit of history. Uh, his first DC comic was detective comics. 583 was his first, excuse me, his first batman comic not his first dc comic because his first dc comic was outcasts um which was a limited series that even he admits was not very well uh perceived but it did get him that detective comics title so go check those out he was the co-creator of uh one victor zaz with uh shadow of the bat issue number one um i bought that the moment Zaz was announced for the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, so I have Shadow of the Bat issue number one. Uh, I am planning on grading that. I do want to keep that uh, pristine as possible. Uh, but yeah, uh, really good stuff that he's put out there. Um, I saw a video, I believe, shout outs to Stu, one of our listeners. Uh, he, uh, Alan Grant is Scottish, or he said he was born technically in England. But his family and heritage, of course, is from Scotland, and he moved there uh, when he was very, very little. Uh, but he always had Batman and other heroes and Marvel and DC. He had their stories take place in Scotland, and he made it like a big thing to keep Scotland in comics, which I thought was pretty cool. I remember going to the drugstore, and they had a Batman Judge Dredd crossover comic that he worked on it was yeah i must have been six maybe and i read that every time even though i read it the time before that it, it never sold there it was just one comic that was there on the uh, bookshelf that little magazine shelf we'll call it and i read that thing over and over and over again like you said you can cite his other works but that is one special book that just sticks out to me that i always and I, i've kind of been on the hunt for that lately but it, it I don't know. We've had too many of these clay in the past year. That's for certain. Yeah, this it, it's you said it right before we started recording. Is that uh, unfortunately this is uh, becoming a uh, a thing that's happening very very often, and you know it's just it's just I'm I'm going to sound really dark now, but it's just uh, time. You know these these people get older. And it's just that one block of the Silver Age that, you know, these writers were already a little bit older when they started writing. It's not like today where people are starting to have younger talent. 
and kind of be able to stay within this business. They were a little bit older and they were still kind of, most of them were honestly working into the point that they couldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will be forever Robin. remembered in their work. So that yeah. is one thing. Uh, one one change. thing that I one thing that I can appreciate is in uh, the most recent issues of DC Comics right now. Uh, they are uh, doing the. I think last month was the homage to uh, George Perez uh, with his birthday month, and this month I am looking at it right now is the uh, oh shoot what is his name i'm gonna uh neil neil adams is the uh homage uh this month at the end of every single book and it has the quotes from every single uh well not every single but a lot of the comic creators that work with them and they have just some really cool and and very somber uh words about neil adams so go check those out as well yeah, exactly, Clay. And I'm, I, I guess we'll a little bit of funny news to switch that up uh, from San Diego Comic-Con. Apparently, Clay, Zack Snyder is going to be in a episode of Teen Titans Go. The 365th episode, apparently. <laughs> yeah, um, this was a little odd. Now, there was a whole bunch of hubbub at this, excuse me, at this announcement. Some saying that it's like the lowest point of WB to ever bring Zack Snyder back into any property that they own. Uh, some saying that this was the best announcement anybody in the entire world could make. People throwing it out of proportion, really stupid. See, uh, my see, I never, I didn't get any of either of those. I have just, I, my mutant black game is on point, so well, I don't get just, any of the fringes. Like anytime I, someone, the one thing I'm really <laughs> proud of is anytime someone shares a crazy tweet from either side, I'm like, oh, look at that! I already had that person blocked. That's would you like to unblock? No, hell no. Let's keep moving. <laughs> no, and see, for me, I don't. I am able to restrain myself from jumping into the fray and causing like mass arguments like the way I used to. But the reason why I keep a lot of these accounts open, not all of them because I have muted some and I have blocked some uh, for people just being straight out stupid. Um, But the reason why I keep majority of them open is for the fact that I want to see both sides. I want to see the dramatic people in uh the best san diego comic-con dc announcement uh, <laughs> sbobs is in the chat um no but i for me it's like okay what are some people actually thinking about this announcement and if i'm just following the people that i know will like it that's kind of annoying i want to see why do people not like it and if it's an outrageous stupid reason then i can ignore it but if there's actual criticism towards it I'm okay with reading criticism. I'm not okay with straight out hate, you know? Well, that's so. essentially what the criticism would be because of uh, the list of guest stars that that show has had. Well, no, it, and makes, I, it's no big, it shouldn't be no big deal that you have him and, to and make that's, fun. And that's the point that I see it as. I don't see it as a like, oh, they really had to get down to negotiations for Zach to be a part of this. 
Teen Titans Go has been seen as a almost parody-like show. This is the 365th episode, Clay, that he's going to be guest star at. There was 364 episodes before. So shit show has existed far before they needed Zack Snyder. Like, it's not yeah. a... He, they need him. I just think it's funny. And they, they I already poked fun a little bit at some of his DC characters over some episodes and even movies. Uh, so it's, it's not like, a big deal. And he's, like, he for, apparently it was really me, easy. He said they were in there. They didn't know they were going to be able to get him. And it was one phone call. And he said, yeah, I'm a fan of the show. I think it's funny. Well, no, like not only that, but like, I think it, it may be a little like ridiculous that people are angry. And again, this isn't an actual like argument, but for the fact that people are yelling at the fact that Zack Snyder has been on here, but like didn't bat an eyelash when Stan Lee was on there. You know, and the main reason for that is one worked on a DC property and one worked on a marked on multiple. I didn't know Stanley all... was on Teen Titans. <laughs> he was in the movie. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I can't even remember that. Now. It's been a while. Yeah, he, he had like a he had a they made fun of his cameos in okay. the first Teen Titans Go movie. Okay, but. You know, it's just something like that that I think is kind of ridiculous because, like you said, this show has been on for so long and it's almost a parody of itself, you know, now. And also, people commenting too. I did see a couple of tweets that made me had to mute another couple accounts, which was people saying, like, this could start up something. And just comment, just a little guess, funny. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, there's some people that feel a little bit like Heinz sometimes as they just grasp the smallest piece Oh, of give it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't want to be a curmudgeon. I'm going to be honest with you. Most of the reason I want to see Superman was so that you wouldn't be a curmudgeon and I could say, see, this is what happens when you're oh, contrary no, and here's, all the And here's the thing about all of that. Here's the thing about all that. We'll jump into it with more detail. But, guys, I will go ahead and say this. I feel like I am the biggest Superman fan because that's the way I feel. I grew up with Superman. Like I own my entire dad's collection. He passed it down to me as far as all of the Superman comics. Like I am a huge Superman fan. If Henry walked on that stage, I would have acted like I didn't have to eat crow. Cause I would have pretended like I predicted it all along. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I'm sorry. That's just in hindsight. Yeah, well, this. I don't. The entire I don't take, knows I, this. I don't take anything. That, that's why I didn't <laughs> in, react to any of the funny jokes because I was like, if it was the other way, he would have been like, you would have found some way to critique it. Oh, look at the rock not giving Henry. We'll get into all this, but first, I want to talk about the Shazam panel uh, because that one, I, I love the trailer. I want to get into the trailer and then talk about some of the little things they talked about in the panel play. So I'm going to share my screen and we'll go through the trailer for Shazam first because. For because this was made and put together with the old regime, and for a regime that wanted to distance themselves from a certain cut of a movie, they were pretty fine with uh, other movies, including some of the scenes in there. Because I saw two, if I'm being honest with you, from a certain well, Justice League movie. Uh, how about how about this? Because last time you tried to like share your screen and everything, your screen like you almost broke your your Google Chrome. I got so, this. You got it. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I do appreciate, and and this honestly is uh, my highlight of the DC panel. Um, the Shazam two trailer is uh, I I like Shazam one holds a very special place uh, in my heart just because it was kind of the out there uh, movie of 
you know, the DCEU when it came out. And I really did enjoy it. Um, I think it captured the heart of the characters. And this does the exact same thing for the second movie. Uh, but we open up with and we do we actually see who he's talking to yes we see him after well it's a funny joke uh but he's saying that it looks like he's talking to a therapist really yeah and he's questioning his abilities like it does he deserve his powers and kind of a, uh, this looks great clay this actually looks great like this well, just and, flying and through so did you watch the video that i posted in uh the gua chat today i'm not sure today as i was at work Okay, so the uh, the director of this movie, uh, he actually uh, posted a video basically making fun of himself again, um, like he always does, um, talking a little bit about some of the Easter eggs in the trailer itself, uh, as well as critiquing the CGI um, in this trailer. So, like he himself critiqued it because he was like, Hey, I already know there's a thousand plus people on the internet today that are going to say that this is crap. Well, that's because it is because it's not completely finished. And he is basically getting ahead of the wheel and saying, Hey, we know it's not finished. It'll be finished by the time the movie comes out. Blah, 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 blah. So this, it you know, what's going to suck. Good. You know, what's going to suck in what? maybe less than a year when the v- all the VFX people, uh, come together and strike and unionize because of <laughs> <laughs> stuff like this. I watched Taika Waititi make fun of CGI in his movie too, uh, and all the demands coming out. I have a feeling that we're going to get get to that point. You, you, you watch and see because <laughs> I'm not I'm not doubting you for for like at all, but I can I can definitely see it getting to that point. But I will say. This again, I have not seen any of these trailers uh, at all at San Diego Comic Con on a screen bigger than my phone. So, all of the nitpicky stuff I wasn't able to see. So, I have no qualms over it. I think this was fantastic here. And he runs into a building, and Freddy's just like, ah. and then we get the breakdown of the uh superheroes he says a red there's already a superhero with red suit and lightning bolt i love this and this is from i love how uh, if you go back and pause you don't you don't see ezra's face yes we that's this completely blurred out it's no there's no blurred out it is blurred out with the speed force yes it is yes it is you're acting you're acting like look at it again if we go back don't see his face if we don't. We, we see his arm is blocking his face here, Clay, when he's moving. You don't get to see his face before. His arm doesn't get I am telling down. you, where his nose is, it is blurred out. No. Yes, it is. Okay. You're not yes, going to do... No. No, it's not. It's not. And then we see him talk about Aquaman. We get an Aquaman shot, and then we get a Batman shot saying Batman's cool from Zack Snyder's Justice League as well. And yes, and again, Justice this put everybody's panties in a bunch saying, oh my God, they brought Ben Affleck back. He's going to be Batman again. Oh yeah. No, yeah, he I'll will see, be Batman I, in the Flash. I didn't see any of that stuff. I don't know. You, you got to get off the cesspools of the Twitter, man. You got to get rid of the cesspools <laughs> of the Twitter. So yeah, uh, pretty cool action scene where he falls to the ground here. I, I like the action. Like so here's, here's a criticism that I did see. And this is kind of valid, kind of, because I think that it is, it wasn't really portrayed well in the other movie as far as being questioned. Um, we see the, the, the wizard Shazam in yeah. this trailer. 
a lot of people assumed he was dead. But we didn't see, we don't, we'll, we'll probably get an explanation of that in this movie. Well, no, because the big thing was in the Shazam movie, as soon as he gives Zachary Levi, well, Billy Batson, the powers of Shazam, the wizard Shazam just like disappears. He No, he fall, doesn't. He, yeah, he does. He, no, he, got, he doesn't get in a fight with, I got to rewatch Shazam. I don't think that's exactly right. I could be right, though. It's been a little while. I mean, but, it's been a while since I've watched it. From but from what I remember, the whole point was him like disappearing and like Shazam being like, "What the hell? What the hell?" Well, maybe and, he just caught, like I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get an explanation for that. Like I, I don't. You know, like, how about this? this? How about this trailer? Since if you want to, I'm going to go ahead and pitch this now. Why don't we do a retro review right before Shazam two? Yeah, sure. You know, because I think that it will play a lot on what we will get in this movie anyway. So, like, like he's he's like completely questioning. This is where we get the wizard, like you said, showing him again. That was from the first film. Yeah, and he also mentions here that we get a funny scene where they're talking about going fighting crime with their faster families. A joke that works, but he also says that everyone kind of trying to do their own thing. And he's the only person keeping him together. I'm really interested to see what could possibly happen with that. Could we get a villain spring out of one of the Shazam family? I don't necessarily think so, but I'm curious with how the powers of Shazam affected Mary in her going to college because that was a big thing in the first movie. Well, we so, may we may get a scene that because it shows her with. Uh, a lot of books and this is what we're what, what you asked before if we saw him this is the same guy Here's okay 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 he's a podiatrist he's a you understand i'm a pediatrician sorry and shows the children's which he probably would and i'd love the we, suit we gotta we gotta look at that again for a second uh, i love the suit here clay you know if you press that hide button you can uh yeah get rid of that there we go that's that looks so 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 much better than the first film so much better. Yes, the first the first one was bulky, but it did look screen act or, or comic book accurate. So I did like. It. Oh yeah, I but did. I, I do like this much. one. I think that they said that they've kind of perfected the light show that the uh, that the emblem has. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. So it uh, looks we like get mounts. Uh, oh no, this is the Rock of Eternity, where the Rock of Eternity is. And uh, sent out a message to Billy saying the sisters of Atlas, daughters of Atlas, are coming for yeah. you. And we get a really cool scene here with Helen Mary, Helen Marion, and Lucy Liu. And essentially, they're pissed, pissed that they had the powers of the gods. Yeah, and we we get a really fun uh, fight scene here, and then a fun discussion between the two, uh, where he's calling her. Super we old saw a at, lot of these. We saw a lot of these photos uh, in the behind the scenes of the filming, but yes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make the comment here because the Geekverse guys said it here, and of course, I think Brent would not appreciate it if we didn't mention it. Brent, we know you love the Fast and Furious movies. I know this scene was for you, um, but it did. I I did like it. The whole thing of like family, like guys, that was the cue. That was that was the the you know. Trying to get them to to be there with come him. out, yes, and, and there's nothing. I'm assuming they're caught here, but it, it's we get a it good really scene played that well. After. I really, uh, I've always liked the humor. That is a very movie. nice effect too. I, I I really enjoy 
this is kind of reminiscent to me of uh, in season in season in first movie they did this sort yeah. of thing as well and the wizard like you said the wizard is here on earth in this shot here and he's basically giving billy the motiv- motivational pep talk that he needs and that's the other thing I, I was wondering if maybe mary doesn't go to uh school she ends up studying because we get a shot here of her with all these different books i wonder if she instead of going to school she ends up studying and reading all the texts from the, the rock of eternity in there that i'm really interested to see how that's going to go because it, I, I don't think they just leave this here for her to magically find out how to win without doing some more background. So I'm, I'm curious to see how how and where she got all these books, Clay. Yeah, yeah. Because these sure. are old-ass, gigantic books. <laughs> you know there's some spells on here. Yeah. Uh, there was, so of course, this giant dragon. People already making jokes about Game of Thrones. Uh, I really love the effects of of the dragon like i didn't see anything wrong um with the cgi with the dragon to be completely honest this who is this i'm not sure that's i i'm not sure if that's maybe that could be a sister that's not his mother his i don't think no not from what i remember from the first movie she didn't look like that yeah so oh right here um, two things that Spubs is saying in the chat uh, real quick before we uh, move on with the trailer. He says, I think uh, this is the exact trailer that we was shown at CinemaCon because I remember people talking about that family tree. And then he also says the parents are also in the shot with the wizard. Looks like the, they find out about their identities. I don't think they knew in the first movie unless I'm mistaken. No, they did not know. But Except I for think... Billy. Billy knew who his mother was. Yes, but knew. no, no. When they say the parents, the foster parents, uh, he's yeah. talking about. Okay. But I do, I do think that they are going to make it known. And uh, I believe either Joe or Chris, uh, tell me if I'm mistaken. But I believe in the most recent comics of like Rebirth and everything else that has come since then. So in the last four years, the foster family has found out about the Shazam family. So we got another epic shot of the two villains. And the like I said, the wizard giving him a pep talk. And oh unicorns. Back- I did not see that the first time I That looks cool with the dragon staring down Freddy and uh I can't remember her name now, the, the, a new character. And this is Wicket where he just says, I just threw a truck at dragon, like I love my life. That's totally yeah. Shazam and I love this trailer. It was easily my favorite thing from DC at SDCC. And I think they have Shazam basically perfect uh, as to what to do with him. Like they know what they're doing. David Sandberg knows what he's doing with Shazam. And that, that just checked off all my boxes in terms of what I'm interested in. Yeah. I really enjoyed it as well. Um, Easily the biggest highlight of these uh, DC panel at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, but yeah, really did enjoy it. Um, I know that you wanted to talk a little bit of the stuff that we, the little nuggets that we got afterward, which I guess would be the uh, Q and A. Yeah, uh, that wasted another thirty minutes of my life. But well, I didn't have to watch this. I just got the updates after, and essentially, the, I just wanted to talk about what uh, they've said, and 
angels the angel asher angel said he's been doing the whole super thing superhero thing for a while now adulthood is on the horizon for him and that's a little scary because he doesn't know what's going to happen when he's 18 i'd say billy's main focus is maintaining the dynamic with the shazam family so this seems like he doesn't want things to change which is a very relatable uh, topic and story for someone to go through and did Jack Dylan Grazer said he's leading a teenage life. He's doing exactly what he would do if he had powers and had to keep it a secret. I'd probably show them off to a few people. And you just it's just more positive stuff about it. There's no Easter egg of like somebody starring in it that we'll talk about for the next the next maybe the next panel. But yeah, it, it, all in all, Clay, I am super excited for Shazam. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, this, of course, is coming out in December. Um, I believe at the end of that trailer, it does say this Christmas. Um, of course, that can mean anything as far as the uh, the month of December. Um, but I think it's like the second week, to be honest. I think that's the slot of it. Uh, somewhere same, in the time as Ava- same time as Avatar, whenever that is. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So looking for that. Looking forward to that. For sure. Can't catch a break between that and then putting it on the same week as Avatar 2 and then the previous film being sandwiched between Captain Marvel and Infinity War. Or in Well, yeah, Sorry. but again, I think they're even Brent and Chris had said it that they're looking forward to Shazam more. So oh no, it's, it's just and, about for money, for sheer opportunity at the back. Oh no, no, I, I completely undergrant. Uh, understand i do think that it will be a actual contender for number one at the box yeah week after the uh for the box office but i do think there is going to be a lot of people that are like oh i waited 10 years for the avatar sequel i can wait one more week or i can wait one more month or i can do you know i can wait a little bit longer uh so i i'm gonna put my money down for shazam too um, but again, I understand that Shazam compared to Avatar did not make as much money. So I can see. I've why never people... seen the first Avatar, so I'm, I'm trust me, I'm being at Shazam to first week. And listeners, this is our second ad break of the evening. Just like before, I'm going to give you a quick three count to adjust your volume, and we'll be right back in three, two, one. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Okay, Clay, we have another trailer to talk about. Black Adam... Uh, let's get into this. I will share my screen yet again. My computer did not blow up. It's a shorter trailer, but this is essentially, in my opinion, Black Adam versus JSA for the most part in this trailer. But we do get a such a cool shot of Dr. Fate. Which I am so, still convinced that's what this movie will be about. So uh, it opens the villain up with, of the movie is going to be kind of eh. But go ahead. It, it opens up with we get The Rock here showing Black, how he becomes Black Adam. And Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah. So we get the, another look at that shot. And this is what I want to talk about right here. Because this is a minute-long teaser, so it's not much. But look at this shot of Dr. Fate transforming from Dr. Fate into Kent Nelson just from tearing it, taking out that. That's, that's a great effect. And how he walks in. So cool. I love Pierce Brosnan. I, I am a big Pierce <laughs> Brosnan fan. So And a big Dr. Fate fan. So you could not have picked. I'd watch this movie just for that, to be honest with you, Clay. I'd watch oh, that's Dr. probably Fate. the only reason why I'm watching this movie. But I, I think uh, I'm going to pause it here because it shows The Rock in. And I want to talk about my theory. I feel like because we got confirmation that Amanda Waller is going to be in this uh, movie. I think that they have Black Adam on ice in a facility and i think he escapes and she put points the jsa towards him to capture him or take him out I... I, I don't think that they could pierce his skin to put a bomb in there so i think that would eliminate that whole ability as well wait so so you think that they have like adam on ice yeah i think that he escapes him and that's he escapes him that's why we got all those uh tactical SWAT team like officers that he's fighting in the cave when he he's first unleashed. No, I think, I, I think that uh just like the uh if they were to attempt to connect anything, which we've we now know that they're not doing anything. Uh but I do think that the wizard Shazam did capture Black Adam in we'll, we'll see about that. 
but I, I think that with this machine and all the numbers and that, I think that it it gives me it makes me think that that's what that is. So we see, like I said, this shot of Doctor Fate is excellent as well. Yeah, we've gotten that shot before. Yeah, and we get Cyclone here, new a like, new footage of Cyclone. It's the JSA fighting Black Adam again. Top notch, bravo for uh, the special effects for Doctor Fate. Like you can even see his ear sticking out in these two, and not on this side. Like the proper things that sometimes you might not catch in trailer. And I just love this showdown here. And he's using his lightning to stop the truck. So much happening. And this is essentially uh, has Dr. Fate, Kent Nelson uh, narrating this, asking who he's going to be. And I want to read out a quote from Pierce Brosnan about playing Dr. Fate that I thought was pretty, pretty good. Uh, hold on, just give me two seconds here. He said, it was a joy to play. You can get overwhelmed by trying by trying to take on this universe but you let all that go and you play the humanity of the man who's burdened with the beauty and the curse of this helmet he's shackled to this relic that wields so much power he's subservient to it he tries to live his life with this beautiful trauma of seeing the future of what can happen to humankind and we get uh, honestly after reading it out and then looking up and seeing where i paused it and looking at his face i can see half of that on his face Honestly, just in the way he, like, you can see the worry and the concern in in just this one shot. So I, I I think he'll be the breakout star of this film, in my opinion, of the JSA members. I, you can't really say breakout star when it's Pierce Brosnan. I'm talking about for the character. I didn't mean like the actor. <laughs> like, he hasn't played a comic character ever. So I think he's just going to be a pleasant surprise. Yeah, okay, breakout star might have been the wrong term. Pleasant surprise is what I should go with. Okay, I can I can go with that. Yeah, you might be right about that. Uh, yeah, so we get Black Adam chasing after what I still think is Intergame. Uh, yeah, and he I don't know who these two people are. Well, actually, I know who that's that's, Dr. that's Pierce Brosnan. So I believe this woman was in the first trailer in the car. Oh, okay, the okay. Woman. So the human like element to this, possibly his love yeah. interest. Yeah. Okay. And probably like because because the one thing that we see constant of in these two trailers are this woman we see the kid with the I think it's Steven Universe T-shirt with the star, um, and I do think there may be some sort of element of uh, Black Adam seeing his past in them, like oh this child reminds me of my son, or hey this woman reminds me of my old lover, blah blah blah. I have a question. Is this yeah, the first time we've seen Dr. Fate with his costume on, but no helmet? Because I think it uh, is. Yes. And I, I, like I said, I'm digging the costume and look, like, but I don't know how that works after everything else we've seen in the trailer. I thought that once he takes the helmet off, everything disappears with that. Yeah. I'm, that, I mean, it's, it's whatever. I don't see it as a big deal. But it just could be something that happens in the climax of the movie as well. And we get him basically asking the question, are you going to be destroyer of the world, destroyer of the world or a savior? And we get a badass scene here of him basically catching Hawkman's <laughs> mace and shooting him with lightning. I'm sure we're going to get some badass shots of Hawkman as well, but that didn't make him look that strong. And in cinema's October 20th, Clay, 
I I dug a lot of stuff in this trailer. I thought this was a lot better trailer than the previous one that we had. Yeah, this one did uh, have better scenes, but I still believe, and I know that you're going to make a comment that I am uh, Debbie Downer or whatever, but I just genuinely think that this movie is going to be a clip show. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, just a lot of The Rock being a quote-unquote badass, um, which is why I think that the villain, we've said this before, I think the villain is going to be a very small part of this movie because they do want to highlight the JSA and Black Adam. So they're going to highlight their fight more so than they will the fight of the actual like big bad. Oh, uh, we haven't even had a big bad, but if you're getting JSA versus him, then them teaming up to fight the big bad, I still think that can work. Uh, I, I, I'm a little worried for the actual <laughs> S-Pubs, the real villain is society. I, I'm a little worried about this film. Like, I want this to do well because I want to get JSA spinoffs because they that was mentioned during the panel was the potential for JSA spinoffs. I know, like, Hawkman wants one as well, but this has to perform. And I looked yesterday. The Shazam trailer had 5.8 million views on the same YouTube channel, and the Black Adam trailer had 1.7 million views. Yeah, I mean... That's quite a disparity here, Clay. And then you get a video of uh, The Rock getting booed by some fans when we got Henry Cavill uh, question. And then there's another, <laughs> it doesn't mean asked, anything, but it's still funny. He got asked by Brandon Davis about Henry Cavill, and he said Henry Cavill was the Superman of this generation, but he paused for about 17 seconds before he even got the answer. He was like, I just want to say, and I'm going to say that I'd like to say, and then he paused for solid five seconds. It was, there's some hilarious. Uh, well, like, and there's, around. there's people that are trying to push this narrative that like, Oh, we got him guys. Like we booed him and now he's, he's scared of us and he doesn't know what to say. Now he's scared. Like those booing no. got to him, who, blah, 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 blah. Like you, are you following the most back? Like the hick, <laughs> of the like the backyard of the backyard for these takes because I I saw more people saying like he could handle it because he's the rock. As far as that oh was no, the I Warner, totally Warner like, Brothers pictures. Uh, you, you you need to understand YouTube where the channel. rock came from. He came from wrestling. Like he got he's been booed v- before. Like this but is nothing he, new to. But him. Clay, he changed his comp- everything about himself when he got booed. Like he changed his personality, everything about himself to appeal to the crowd. And like I told you before, so S-Bub said he booked on the official DC channel, and Shazam has 2.7 million, and Black Adam has 290k. And Black Adam's sending out these, getting people to post these uh, stories, some outlets saying, like, that it was a big deal that Black Adam had 20 million views across all platforms. Well, and again, like, some nuggets that we got from this panel uh, with Black Adam was uh black uh that uh black adam the rock has said that black adam is the most expensive dc movie that wb has ever made um (laughs) i think i have to agree with snell when saying i really hope not because you have to really want a return on investment if that's the case and like 
the the numbers of 2.7 million and 290k that doesn't bother me whatsoever i don't i don't really care about that um i understand that it is the i guess work of the general audience or not the general audience it, you know i don't necessarily know but this idea of i think the rock is really i've i've said this before in our chat he is his biggest fan and he's his biggest hype man so He's going to throw these outrageous claims out to try to get everybody else hyped. But like, if this is the most expensive DC property movie, like I really hope that it's more than what we see in the trailers. Well, because we I have we a feeling seen, that we, we well, got a, we got a, we got a minute trailer, minute 14. This is more like a sizzle reel. Oh, trailer. but that's the thing. If you look at everything that we've seen from the first trailer and everything that we've seen from this trailer, there's maybe one or two scenes that we've never seen before. That's it. No, no, I don't. I don't think that. I, I, I think there's a lot left on the table. Case in point, like I said before, we got the news that Amanda Waller is going to be in this, so that is something there. And Harcourt from Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad is supposed to be in this as well. So there are things here, Clay. I think a little hyperbolic, but I think that also The Rock kind of looked a little foolish. Like we got the picture behind us here of him coming out in the suit with lightning. I don't know who is running everything because it, I, I thought Walter Hamada, but then you get on the DC, you get on the WBD website today and there's no Walter Hamada and someone has his, uh, and someone has his spot taken as head of WB pitchers. So, uh, comic book everyone says yep less like less, less than, than 10. less than 10 new pieces of footage uh in the new trailer compared to the old so like we're still seeing a lot of repetitive scenes from one trailer to the next which i don't think which means there's a little bit left a uh, little bit of meat left on the bone in my opinion i i we didn't get a lot from his backstory i don't know how long we're going to be there i i'm excited about this film a lot a lot more because of the jsa than that but like I was saying to you before, that we discussed off air, the fact that they didn't market this clay between Shazam and Black Adam, like these characters, the, he's literally the villain of Shazam for the most part. Like the main villain that people associate right now with Shazam is Black Adam for the, so for the generic this, people. This brings us up. The results are final on our poll. So I'm going to go ahead and bring this up. Travis made a poll on the DC Alliance Twitter account saying... What rating would you give DC Comics for San Diego Comic-Con of 2022? We will discuss the results on everything else Hall H tomorrow night, live, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, Geek First, blah, blah, blah. And you gave the ratings of A, B, C, D, and F. Nope, no, I couldn't or give a, B, C, a, B, C, and F. Sorry. I couldn't get. I couldn't put in D. I, I, I maybe would have gotten more votes for D as well, but I had yeah. to have an F there. <laughs> so, A, B, C, and F. I want you without looking. Are you are are you already looking? No, not? I'm looking dead at you and my okay. screenyard in the background. Okay. Have you seen the results since they've been finalized? No, not since they've been finalized, which I set up to finalize pretty close to the start of the show. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what do you think is winning? I will say what I voted for and hope that the listeners agree with me because I got my hopes up a little bit for for Henry Cavill Superman appearing here, mainly because of Deadline's uh, tweet and article 
and then to see the engagement for that compared to everything else they wrote about was really funny to me. I'm like, can somebody show this stuff to WBD? Like the the interactions that have Superman compared to the interactions that don't. Just just, just be like, see, people are kind of interested in this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I gave it a C because they told us what they were doing. They told us that they were bringing Black Adam and Shazam and having two panels. Now, we can have a greater discussion in a minute about if that was a smart plan. Should they have skipped it all together? But they gave me what they told me. I'm not going to, I can't give them an F for that. So maybe if there was a D, I probably would have went back to a D, but I can't give them an F for doing exactly what you told me. All right, so I'm going to give you the numbers. There's 7.3%, 21.8%, 45.5%, 45%, 45%, and 25.5%. I have a feeling the listeners are with me on this one. 7.3% says A, and I can already tell you right now, my Batman News Weekly host voted A as a troll. He messaged okay. me that like just before the show. Um, so when I messaged you and said, Jesus Christ, somebody actually voted for an A, he went ahead and confessed that it was him as a troll. So that doesn't even count anymore. So there is no A's for this chart, and there's only B, C, and F left. B has 21.8%, and in second place is F with 25.5%. And now I'm going to share you what I voted for. I voted F, and here's yeah, the reason I why. I... And here's the reason why. Here's the, here's the reason why. You're saying, oh, they told us. No, I always do that because I do in the well, GUA no, no. before. <laughs> so as, before I gave my reason why, S-Bubs, uh, very active in our all of our chats, um, says, I gave it a B because they delivered on what they said they would show, and I thought both trailers were solid, uh, were either solid to really good. And here's the reason why I gave it an F. You can say, hey, I'm going to do this, and still fail at doing that. It's a one-hour panel with a total of nearly four minutes of footage. And everything else is really fluff to really nothing, to be completely honest. And so with, I'm really just grading them on their trailers. That is 6.66% of the entire panel. 6.66%. Have you ever gotten a 6.66% on a test? I'm not even dignifying this terrible yes or rationale no. that you're using yes or to, no. for this terrible take. Uh, yes or no? No, uh, no, no, you have I, not. I, I, not, I, I, not I will go ahead and tell you. I will fess up to this. Make up I have to gotten facts for my. I have gotten. Man. I have gotten plenty of F's in my day, and I know that some of those questions that I got right were right, but most of them were wrong. So DC, although they had really, you know, two trailers that people enjoyed. It still failed. I don't. I feel like you. They did exactly what they told us. They. They. I don't know what you're different. You were expecting when they told us exactly. Oh, they I laid wasn't it, They laid out the panel different. So then, why are you giving them? And if you knew what the, what they were going to do, why are you giving them crap, uh, crap for not doing more? Or oh, uh, I'm not. not, I'm not you. You have an hour of of again. People can make the, the argument of jealousy or 
uh, this fandom gets this while this fandom I gets think this. I think says by that logic how much footage was shown at the Marvel panel compared to the panel's length. I think he's he's completely satisfied with all the information he got from those panels. So I don't think he's satisfied with the info he got from Black Adam and Shazam. I think that's well. No, what you're again, about here we we made we made the argument before we went live about how, and you even mentioned it right before we started talking about uh, this whole thing about there was no cross promotion. This light show that The Rock decided to do, he could have easily done that right before Zachary Levi got off the stage, just to like even if it wasn't going to happen. Even if there was not going to be or is not going to be a Black Adam versus Shazam movie, putting them both on the stage, acknowledging that these two come from the same property. Like, that's it. Oh, you're, like, you got no like, argument you, from you, me. You, 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 got no you have from me. like, we all know one plus one equals two, but WB does not know that one plus one equals two. Like, that's the problem that I have. And so when you do not know that one plus one equals two, you fail. No, see, like as Pup said, it 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 just didn't live up to what you wanted. It failed for you, but no. overall, it gave no. It gave exactly what it was going to give. So it was going to give an hour hour panel. You said you knew what we were getting. People were talking about it beforehand. Have hey, the only reason this was hyped up was because of Henry, Henry Cavill. When you looked at it beforehand, you're like, oh, this is going to be boring. This is going to be boring. You, comparative to what we're getting later on, actually, compared to the Marvel animation, this didn't hold up, in my opinion. Uh, like, I don't think we got more info here than we did from the Marvel animation panels on Friday. Uh, it wasn't like it's not like I, I wouldn't give it an F. I give it a D or a C, just because it gave us exactly what it is. We have to have the greater conversation of should they even went should they have went in the first place if this is all you knew you had. See. I, I disagree with that logic because if somebody says, oh, I can sing and they're really horrible at singing, I'm not no, going to tell them, oh, you did a really good job what singing. What was horrible I'm... from the, what they talked to? The only thing horrible is that Shazam and Black Adam didn't have any sort of cross no. promotion. Or, what was... But what was said in the panels, like what I just read from uh, Pierce Brosnan saying about Dr. Fate, that was awesome to hear him say that kind of answer from the panels. But we didn't get... Like, but it's we... nothing. Like... That's no different than what Marvel said. You just got more trailers and more like plan laid out, but they said a lot of nothing as well. Like what? I I mean, like what was it that you wanted them to say in this Shazam Black Adam panel besides them meeting up? What else? Because I'm just curious. What else did you want to see? Did you want? I I don't know. Like you have you're not giving me anything else other than seeing Shazam no, and they, Black. They they aren't like you could have easily like. We didn't have the villain of Black Adam on the panel whatsoever. We didn't get to see him at all. We we don't know anything other than, hey, Black Adam fights the JSA. And it's like, okay, but that's not the entire movie. And I'm not saying, hey, you need to give us the entire movie. But you need, like, other than see, having this... This is like a Freaky Friday than, for me. After, like, other than just this light show... and. I get it. Snell's like, oh, you know, this is this is exactly what the people at San Diego Comic-Con need. They need somebody to hype them up. This is going to be really fun. Good for him for, for, you know, coming out on stage. I mean, after this one-hour panel, I would have preferred if Michael Keaton came up and said, hey, I'm Batman, and then walked off stage. See, this is where we're at now, too, in the whole gone full circle of things. I sat here in February 
and I heard from you in messages in January, I don't want to see or hear tale of anything else Batman. I don't want to do, I don't want to hear any, I don't want to get any story. I want to go in completely fresh. And now I'm hearing at this point in Black Adam, I don't know enough. I want to know more before I go in. So which one is Clay's real position and what he wants going into movies? Because in Batman, it was like, I saw the I, fandom, fandom stuff that's all I needed to see. And I've already Adam, said this like, before. I want to know I've already, more. I've already said this before. When it comes to the Black Adam, I already know that this is a rock movie disguised that is as a DC movie. There's going to be a lot of rock-isms in this movie that I'm not going to enjoy. I need something to grasp me. And footage, although really, really nice, of Hawkman and Dr. Fate, I need some part of the story to grasp me. And they keep playing the exact same three big moment spots of these two trailers. I need something else. Which is what you were asking for when we were in the Batman. Don't reveal anymore. I don't want to know anymore. I don't, I'm, you're revealing too much. I don't want to know any of the story. And now we're to, I need to know more. I need story. a happy medium. And nobody has given me a happy medium. <laughs> Just can't win is more of than happy medium. As I, 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 like I said, I thought this was a terrible mistake for the rock to come out in his suit and that too because they're kind of trying to push the whole he's actually a superhero like he looks like a superhero type thing when you didn't when you had justice league you didn't walk him out with their costumes on so i thought and then to take the time well, no, for him this, to change, is, this is this is his ego coming no. in we all know and i've said this plenty of times mm -hmm. in the gua chat he doesn't want to share the limelight with anybody. We don't know that. Like he's Clay listeners in the GUA chat and like Clay just said, How do you know? Do you have concrete? You're rolling your eyes at me. How do you know Rock is a big egomaniac? Do you just know because he makes a lot of money monies in either movies or because just, he's a big egomaniac? How? You just can't say words for what people are and then we all no... know about the I can't lose in a fight in in movies part of his contract. Like that was he a can't part be humble fast and furious one Fast and Furious movies, and after seeing the way Vin Diesel's gotten on in these last couple of Fast, I wouldn't bond protect myself a little bit uh, compared to what he can potentially make me do, if I'm being honest with you, because The Rock revitalized that franchise. That franchise was not on a great path before they brought him in. I can already see now, like, this movie is going to be a lot of The Rock being way too overpowered, nobody can defeat me, blah de blah de blah There's not going to be any humbling moments. There's just going to be The Rock being the anti-hero that he wants to be. And that's the reason why there's not going to be a Superman. There's That's the reason why there's not going to be a Shazam cameo. Because he doesn't want to share the limelight oh with anybody God. else that can give him a... that can get a bigger cheer than he did. Than he Clay, does. first of all, Snell, you'll back me up whenever you hear this because Wrestling 101 is you have to create stars with you to make you money, to make you profitable. The Rock's production company is a part of everything to do with Black Adam. If these characters spin off, his production company is a part of everything that they do too. He wouldn't bring in the JSA to try it to uh, this origin story unless you wanted to branch out and tell more stories because you wanted this to be successful. So clearly, it's not just all about him. If you're bringing in, you're calling they are seen and you're in, working out with him. In the movie, him. they are seen as the antagonist. He is the protagonist of the story. 
They are the this is just unquote, a, this villains. is just what we're framed. You got no. You're just complaining that you don't know the story, and now you're telling me that you know the story. This could just be a argument. That I we know get the story elements minutes. of the trailer that I'm tired of already. This seeing. could just be ten minutes of the movie, and they move along. You think past you that. think it's going to be ten minutes of the movie? I don't know, Clay. That's why I'm coming in. I'm going into it with an open mind of what it could be. I'm not going into it saying, "All right, we're going to get seventy-five rock bottoms and people elbows and eyebrows like rockisms like he's going to be like yes pubs how many times will the rock raise his eyebrow with epic music in the background i see equal to or greater than 10 no see like that's your hyperbolic speak that is there's no, no way he's going to do 10 people's eyebrows in a black adam movie that's two hours long impossible like that's just if you want to say he does two, it on a daily basis, how do you mean it's impossible? Because this is a character he's playing. He's not playing Dwayne Johnson. He's not playing a character. He's playing. He himself. is. You might think he's acting that way. His acting might be bad enough that you think he's just playing himself. But technically, he is not playing Dwayne Johnson. So I don't think he's going. He right. thinks he's playing the Black Adam. But go, when you let's hear... go back and look ahead one to three times. The last one in the final shot of the movie. Even that is a bit more reasonable. One time, I would probably go under. I would probably say zero times. But <laughs> saying ten times, that's just going to the extreme. And it was disappointing that Henry Cavill wasn't there. I it bummed me out. I, I hope. I the one thing I do hope is from this. Zaslav sees that, like, regardless, I don't care if it's not Henry Cavill. I just want a Superman back, like, on, on the big screen. I think that putting Sasha Kaye as the lone soup, soup uh, with her just coming in is terrible, uh, even just for shielding her from criticism, because you know it'll come. I, I just think that having a Superman there with Supergirl is something that. I would love to see. Are you see saying Superman. that there can't be a Supergirl without a Superman? No, I'm just saying I'd like to have that uh, figure that she looked up to a little bit and can lean on for advice and not to take over her whole, whole story or anything. For if we have a solo film from her, but just someone that's there, like as a confidant or as someone that can help out a little bit, not take over the whole thing. But I just wish that that was something. I mean, if rumors are to be true. You know, she is the daughter of the Christopher Reeve Superman. So, what? When did those? I I I gonna have to get in my phone more, man, because I never saw that rumor as well. That that would be kind of funny uh, if that happened. But yeah, so that was essentially Black Adam in a nutshell. Uh, we got the Viola Davis confirmation, and we got. I wonder what Rock thinks of the numbers for the trailers and the uh, reception or lack thereof for times. And me and Clay are both in agreement that no synergy between Black Adam and Shazam makes no sense. There should have been a... You don't need them in suits. The crowd would have gone just as crazy if you would have had Zachary Levi and Dwayne Johnson stand up face-to-face. Or even have Angel Asher say Shazam and then Zachary Levi like do a little poof effect and have Zachary Levi come up and Asher go down. Just to have two of them together. I, the fact that you didn't, and the rock, the, no connection of it. It doesn't hurt your your argument for the rock. Want to make it all about him? I'm going on his wrestling past too, where you have to build stars to, and I see feel like that's what he's doing with JSA. But like him not connecting to Shazam at all is gives me a little pause. Like if I don't see, well, there was there was a quote. I can't remember who it's from, but. Uh, there was a quote that we that we saw immediately after the panel that said, by the end of the film, 
uh, Black Adam will not know who Superman or Shazam are. Yeah, which so, is like, what I'm hoping that we get to see him in the uh, in credits of Shazam. That's what I'm hoping that he's the next baddie for him. I guess that would work out considering they were switched, but now that they have swapped uh, Black Adam being before, I guess that could happen. And you could even have, it could especially work because you have the wizard back. So if the wizard sees Black Adam or consents him, then he'll warn Billy and you can get that confrontation that way. Because Billy wouldn't know who he is or who to look for. And he doesn't say Shazam because if he says Shazam, he's going to revert back to dead. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if Billy would actually, well, the giant lightning bolt going down his chest might be a dead giveaway. <laughs> Although I watched, I watched the episode where Lick Luther watched uh, Clark Kent get sick from kryptonite and not even realize what was going on. So, yeah, people can not be perceptive at times as well. Clint, that is true. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, was, I was hoping for more, but I can understand. We got some news that I want to talk about that kind of tied me over a little bit animation-wise. So, yeah, it was a little awkward at times, and I, I, I didn't care for this whole what we got in our background listeners of The Rock coming out with the lightning. I thought that didn't make any big deal to me. I'm like, this is, yeah, I want to know more about your film. It's a lot of smoke of mirrors of like, hey, we don't have anything here, so look at me. I'm cool, blah, blah, blah. I, I hope that Zaslav sees the reception to this and decides that I have to get Superman on the um, like going on that. Like I, that's what I, that's my one hope because that was you seen the engaged, fingers crossed on that. So listeners, this is our third ad break of the evening. We don't pick the ads or the volume. And I'll give you a quick three count, and we'll be back. Three, two, one. Uh, we have a news roundup before we get out of here. And DC announced some animated films that are coming out for 2023. We got four. So I, I, I want to ask, were they officially announced at San Diego Comic-Con? Because I kept on hearing people saying, oh, these leaks and all of this stuff. Like, I never saw an actual announcement for these four films that you're about to talk the, about. What I'm thinking is they're part of the special feature at the front of Green Lantern, Beware My Power, that... They have those on on the DC animated movies where they tease the next future film. So I foresee us getting a video of them talking about these. And I think this was dropped after the Green Lantern Beware My Power panel. I think this is where this came from. Okay. So we had four movies announced. uh, RWBD versus uh, Justice League or X-Justice League. Batman, the Doom that came to Gotham. Legion of Superheroes with Bendis attached to that, working on that, and Justice League War World. So I'm excited for the uh, Ruby Justice League. Um, I always called it RWBY uh, yeah. until people were like, oh, you can just call it Ruby. I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, so the Ruby Justice League crossover, uh, a lot of people were indifferent about the comic crossover between the two. Um, but I really enjoy how Ruby started as far as like the animation at Rooster Teeth and all of that. Uh, so I'm interested to see what comes of it. So we've already mentioned this a little bit in prior episodes, um, but the other uh, movies, uh, the the Gotham, what was that one called? It was the... Uh, uh, 
I can't remember the title of that one. Gotham Gaslight? Gotham no, by no, no. Night. Uh, the the one that you just that's oh Batman that the doom that came to Gotham the doom that came to Gotham yes um I have no idea what this could be again I haven't seen the uh the two face or or the uh the what is it called the the long Halloween movie for the what people are calling the Tomorrow Verse I didn't know that that's what they were calling really yeah they're calling. Like the DC animated universe, but well, I think they're calling it the Tomorrow Verse because it started with Man of Tomorrow. Oh my so god, that's the worst name for a universe I've ever heard. Be- just because of that, because of the movie is the Iron Man universe. <laughs> what? <laughs> the yeah, Man I, universe, the Iron I, I, universe. I saw people calling it the Tomorrow Verse yesterday, and I was just, I was like, oh, okay, that's a little weird. Uh, but I haven't seen the Long Halloween two-parter. But I do know that two people show up at the very end of that movie uh, that kind of lead us right into the Beware My Power, yeah. um, I would assume. Uh, it does seem like there's a lot of time that passes between the two movies. But uh, I would only assume that, you know, Batman being the popular character that he is, maybe this... Uh, Batman movie will be the in between from Long Halloween to Be Where My Power. I don't know, I know if they've ever done that before. Jensen Eccles was on Late Night with Seth Meyers talking yeah. to the boys and did say he did some Batman voice work. Well, he he play. said that it's it's not ready yet or yeah. something along the lines of like something that hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, but I have been working on it. Well, uh, and it I'm guessing that's film. what this is. Yeah, yeah. So and then. Uh, I'm super excited about Justice League War World, to be honest with you, Clay, because Mangle, hopefully this is full everything about that, and it's this animated universe is Justice League. Yeah, and so I want I want to go ahead and say this now, because um, there were people talking about the current action comic story dealing with War World. I think that there is zero connection between the two. But if there is, that would be very, very interesting. Currently, right now, uh, Travis, in the comics, uh, Superman has basically lost his powers. And think of how uh, I'm sure you've seen the animated uh, Planet Hulk movie. Uh, So think of it like that. Uh, Superman has lost his powers. He is a slave on Warworld, but he's trying to free the slaves and basically uh, run Mongol off of Warworld. Uh, yeah, so it's a really compelling story. The uh, the most recent issue, uh, 1045, comes out by the time this episode is out on your podcast feed. Uh, so go pick that up. Um, really good. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. I think that a new Justice League movie in this universe uh, will be appropriate. Uh, just because I, I want to see all those characters together. And we have a couple uh, final quick hits. Uh, Superman and Lois Season 3 starts filming in September. Gotham Knights developer teased Damian Wayne's involvement, but they were really coy about it. He said, it's hard for me to answer that question without a major spoiler in the storyline. He said, there are reasons that will become very clear why Damian is not in the picture. So just a little fun fact of why Tim Robin is there and there's no Damien, so I'll be interested to see that. I can't wait for that movie. That movie, I can't wait for that game and the 
movie quality videos that come I you know you're going to maybe even see a Damien death perhaps I, I or maybe he's evil super interested because he said he has to give it can't give away anything and Clay you're going to have to go through this you're going to but go through this is you're going to have to talk to the listeners about this but I have no idea what's going on we have a Sandman trailer and I've watched this twice and I still don't quite <laughs> so I I will say this um if you guys have listened to both seasons of the uh, Sandman audiobook, you will know exactly what to expect in this first season of Sandman. Um, this looked absolutely gorgeous. Um, we see, and I even think there was another clip uh, shown today. I can say one other thing. I knew that guy was Sandman from that initial scene. I can say that. <laughs> I think I I don't know because I I thought correct me if I'm wrong I thought you and Greg reviewed the first Sandman audiobook. No, we did not. Okay, okay. So here, uh, go ahead and press play. Uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about because I will say this: this not. I'm going to say this book there is very trippy with Neil Gaiman and everything that goes on. It can get very, very confusing, but if you stick with it, there is a really good story with dream and everything that is going on in the Sandman universe. Um, of course, his dream world is being destroyed and everything else. Um, we see Jenna Coleman uh, being Constantine. I still am really, I'll oh, pause right there. Uh, with the uh, with uh, what's his name with the stone? Uh, this is oh shoot, Chris, please correct me because I know I'm gonna get this name wrong. Doctor, oh shoot, what is his name in that death, death. issue? Is it Doctor Death? Um, I don't know if it's Doctor Death. Uh. I'm actually going to look it up really quick right now. Uh, but this episode, I am looking so forward to. Uh, yes, it is actually Dr. Death. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody now, if you have a weak stomach, you will not want to watch this particular episode of Sandman. Um, it gets super raunchy. Um, I will tell you just a small spoiler here. That episode will actually take place in Gotham if they go oh. directly uh, with everything that is uh, going on with the comic. So looking forward to that as well. Um, but yeah, this is, again, like any trailer, we get a good shot of Satan there. Um, looks beautiful, her wings and all. Um they spare and of no course, expense here for some of these effects. The effects, the costumes, it looks immaculate. It looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, I think you will enjoy this series. I really think you will. Um, it is a little bit on the weird side, just the way Neil Gaiman is. Uh, but I, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, really like the effects, the, the looks of the dragons and everything else. Uh oh, Oh, we got another Game of Thrones character there. Or actor who played a character. Yes, I have not seen him yet in the episodes that I am in, or that I've seen. Also, I, I know, know this. I know this. This is Mark Hamill right there. He plays the pumpkin guy. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and he's made comments as well uh, about how good this series will be. Um, but yeah, just looking forward to it. Uh, I know I didn't really explain a whole lot with the trailer, but guys, you just have to see it for yourself. A lot of great things. Uh, looks beautiful. But of course, this will debut August 5th, 5th. of this year. Uh, and again, guys, just as a reminder, DC Alliance and a walk through the multiverse will be going back to back on these episodes as far as uh, we're doing, I guess, the first cross official crossover, maybe. Is that how with with as far as like coverage of a show? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so so what we're doing is we will cover however the show is coming out, whether it be in parts, whether it be uh, all at once. We're going to break up the episodes, whether it be two parts or like five parts, you know, dividing two episodes, whatever. We're going to be dividing it up with a walk through the multiverse and uh, be covering it on each show. Uh, but uh, I think that is it for the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Yeah, we have one last piece of business, which is getting through this Bug Boy episode of Smallville. And like you said before, that I do not think anyone would else would make a statement <laughs> that Metamorphosis Smallville was better than the panel at SDCC. I think uh, it was. As, as bubs go watch that episode and feel how, how much shade or how much player hater ball Clay is channeling. <laughs> for that because we got to talk about very few things in this episode because this is a weird episode clay uh bug boy is what i call this episode i know it's called metamorphosis but essentially brad is uh, attacked by his kryptonite infested bugs and turns into uh the human fly or something along that variation like a bug man a combination of several bugs i don't know specifically if this is an actual play on a character from DC Comics, um, I I can't remember if if this was inspired by anybody. But as far as the episode and of course the uh, Talkville episode that we uh, both watched, um, there are some things in here that I agree and disagree with with the guys over at Talkville, um, like. The the whole conversation that Rosenbaum brought up and that you keep bringing up here about the whole kryptonite thing. This was what I was talking about. And they even brought up the talk about the bullet time with the with uh, the Superman speed. There is some inconsistencies with it with this show, uh, especially with Clark's powers or weaknesses with the kryptonite, um, because even I believe it was uh, Tom Welling that had said, oh, well, if this guy is infused with bugs that bit him that were infused with kryptonite shouldn't clark be like unable to get anywhere near this guy because he has kryptonite in his blood or whatever like it, it doesn't make any sense you know i love the effect though of the hand going i th th yeah there was a lot of things that still quote unquote held up I still like that part where he is attempting to grab the necklace and look at it. And his hand does get all like veiny and stuff still looks really, really good. I like the bullet time of this, of this show. But again, I said it before. I'll say it again. There is inconsistencies with it. Uh, Willing was talking about how like 
Clark is like kind of walking leisurely or there's times in the show where he will walk leisurely and it's supposed to show that he is so fast that he can do this. Um, and people today would say that uh, Quicksilver from the X-Men movies probably perfected that. Uh, but I enjoy it because there's an episode. I can't remember which season it is. It's by the time he's on the football team. I know uh, when you're talking about when he throws a touchdown pass and runs in and, and saves Chloe it, and then runs back out and yeah. gets hit. Yeah. 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 Still like it's, it's so like two thousands, but I really enjoy it still. It works. It works for the show. And I, I enjoy that. Like you said, when he saves his dad, that's a great scene as well. When he falls on the, I even think now the effects were really silly, but saving Whitney in the very beginning of this episode, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the explosion was left something to be desired, uh, but <laughs> the whole scene was great. And I love that they talk about how much Clark saves people. Uh, Lex is a creepy weirdo in terms of uh, befriending Clark after just one episode doing things. And like, making comments about Lana. Like, Well, he, he's, trying to hope, he's trying to be wingman for Clark and get Whitney... And uh, ultimately, that's a bit of this episode, too. Whitney dealing with repercussions of his actions, which is refreshing to see for a draft and force team. Uh, and also that the bug boy was a creeper on Lana, just like Clark was. Yes. That was funny <laughs> yes. as well. Yes, he was. Oh, by the way, this is the first appearance of the Remy Zero opening of this show. Um, it goes all the way through the 10 seasons. One thing I did enjoy was uh, Tom Willing talking about having to learn to use a flashlight on, well, acting. That was really funny. He was like, you got to move in the right direction. And people were telling me, like, go this way, go that way. Yeah, because you can't you can't put a flashlight directly into the lens of the of the camera. It just doesn't look good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do like the, the knowledge behind them. Um, and... I will say this. The one thing that I'm kind of getting frustrated at with this whole Talkville thing is the callers. They call and they're all asking the exact same questions from the first episode and now this episode. Well, they, they told their listeners to watch ahead and then call in for questions about it. But you can't call about the pilot. Wellington, that you can't call about the pilot when we're on the third episode. And yeah. then Rosenbaum's like, we'll go back if it's something really good, but they won't. So... I think listeners, the listeners will do that. They're, uh, I'm enjoying the Talkville just as I enjoyed Talkville more than this episode. So <laughs> that's a thing. But there's a lot of Smallville I love. I just thought this episode was, especially coming off it's, the heels of the pilot. It's it's a little yeah. Tough. Like and and they even said like and and that's one thing that I will appreciate of of Rosenbaum and Welling. They they're not going to kiss ass and be like, Oh yeah, this show is great. This show is, does no wrong. This show, you know, it's perfect. No, even when they critique the VFX or some of the things that wouldn't happen now, they do put it in the context of this happened in 2000. Like yeah. the, you, to the, you, you like the VFX were we were, we were the top show for VFX at the time. So yeah. like the fact that every other show is good is because of us too, because you know, you stand on the shoulder of the people that came before you. So I just thought the villain was really cliche and sometimes the freak of the week can really annoy me in terms of boring. But now when you get to the point where all, where several of the freaks of the week team up to take him down, we're getting into some fun episodes of the season. So I, I'm really excited to get, get deeper into this. 
and this also had one of my favorite openings. I do agree that one thing that I do miss in some of the DC shows uh, is the cinematography of this of this show. Um, the opening scene of Clark's dream, him flying over the farm, going through the fields, going into Clark uh, to Lana's bedroom, really creepy. Um, but just everything that that entails. Um, all of this cinematography with that. And it, it does open the doors to one of my favorite parts of the uh, show is the fact that he does fly. Like he is hovering or floating above his bed. Well, we don't look back at this uh, ever until he, actually not ever, until he gets possessed by the Kryptonian and flies in like season four. No, I believe there is one other time there is one other time where he is having nightmares and this is when the cave is introduced. He does end up uh, like having a couple nightmares and he wakes up in random places and it is assumed that he is actually flying everywhere. Oh, well, we only, we only see him like he flies up, rips off plane door and takes that thing, that thing from Lex in season four, I think, or season. I think it's the pilot of season four. Yeah. So, yeah. I, like I said, I'm excited to get into the other ones. This was a this was a slide comparative to some of the other episodes <laughs> in this great show. And but with every well, I will I will say this: just one more comment about this show. God damn, this season was so long ago. Because I'm looking at Tom Welling, I'm looking at Kristen Crook, I'm looking at freaking Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, these people were young. I will say this: I think Rosenbaum can look the most like he does does if he shaved his head bald i think he could look the most like his character oh yeah i think so and also it doesn't hurt that willing just basically got more jacked and swallowed so that he looks like the, the brownie <laughs> paper t- looks like the brownie paper towel guy so it's not it doesn't hurt you <laughs> oh what happened to superman oh you just you just start benching a lot more like you start benching moons bench pressing moons so yeah <laughs> I, I, like i i I, I don't hate them. Comparative to some the way some of the other people age, they they could still pull off returning as characters, just older versions of their characters. And I, yeah. I think Lex could pull off being just Lex, like 35-year-old Lex. I think he could do that. Yeah. Okay, Clay. So I think that's everything. That's a DC, SDCC roundup. Got the news in. Got the discussion. Got the terrible decision not to coordinate between Shazam and Black Adam panels. I don't know where we're going to go from here. I just know that I, I wouldn't want to be David Zaslav walking into the office this morning and basically seeing the news of what we all think, which Marvel, the news coming out of Marvel completely dwarfed the other two trailers. There isn't even any breakdowns from uh, new rock stars or heavy spoilers for the Black Adam or Shazam trailers. So, yeah. But on the speculation on the stuff we saw from Marvel. So, but if you're a fan of everything like me, that's great. And hopefully DC finds its footing soon enough. Uh, I'm excited for October for this film, uh, Black Adam. So, just I will in. not. I think I've I've made it. A, well, I guess I can say it now. Uh, something that I've already mentioned in the GUA chat. Um, October, of course, is when I am expecting my little one to enter this earth. Uh, so I am actually going to be on hiatus for that month. Um, which means I probably won't even bother watching Black Adam. Um, I think that I will probably see the clip show of YouTube videos that come in the weeks after, um, because that's basically going to be what the movie is anyway. 
And oh my God, <laughs> let's let's end the episode here, <laughs> listeners, because I can't listen to him rant about Black Adam anymore. Uh, you, I'm looking forward to it, listeners. You look forward to it. If not, Rock not getting anything out of this DC universe. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk all the DC goodness. Well, where, where can the people find you? You can't just run off like that. Come on. They know it. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. You can drop me a line. We can chat about DC anytime. I also host Superhero Discussions on the network. It is 10 after 12 this tonight right now. So I, I did see that it was getting a little late, so I do apologize. You can always find me at Fanboy Clay on Twitter. Go into the bio on Twitter. You can find the link tree to all the uh, links to all the shows that I host, that including DC Alliance, Batman News Weekly, Ranger Alliance, and of course, Star Wars Alliance. So listeners, we'll be back next week with another show. Thank you for listening. See ya.